Good afternoon, Meg. Hello, Susan. How are you? I am well. And yourself? That's good. Yeah, I'm well. I'm cold again. Yeah, it's I a bit don't like chilly. winter very much. Tip of my nose is a bit cold. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so, our question: What's the best thing you ate this week? Yeah, I had a little bit of difficulty this week. Kind of nothing really stood out that much. Um, and I was thinking, oh, it's just been one of those weeks where nothing does. But yep. then I remembered, actually, on Sunday, um, we went and had, not Sunday, Monday, public holiday Monday, we went and had lunch at one of my sister's houses and they did a lamb roast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with like all the roast veggies yep. and um, gravy and cauliflower cheese, which I haven't had in ages. Oh, yeah. I'm actually going to make it tonight. I, I love like, cauliflower cheese. Too. I'm doing, tonight I'm doing a broccoli and cauliflower one. Yeah. Um, to use up broccoli and cauliflower from my veggie box last week. Um, and it was so yum. And I think I've gotten so in the habit of if I do a leg or shoulder of lamb, I do it really slow. So it's mm-hmm. kind of fall apart. Yes. Just because the timing's just easier. Because yep. it stays ready for hours and hours. But this was just like your traditional one that has a bit rare in the yes, middle. Yes. Thinly sliced. Yeah. It was yum. So, and it was so, so yummy. So good. Um, and that, yeah, that definitely actually stands out. Once I remembered yeah. it, I was like, oh, yeah, that was great. And that was the most yes. I sort of enjoyed a meal, yes. I think, this week. I also, tried. didn't make it for myself. That's always. <laughs> there it goes again. Always adds to the enjoyment. Yeah. Um, what about you? Actually, I was going to say, I, we had, some, we had a, a pressure-cooked lamb shoulder on oh, Monday. Yum. So Monday must have been the lamb day. But, yeah, we had friends over and um, like just did a bit more of a. Like a Middle Eastern-y type. Yeah, yeah which is what I normally do. Yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. yeah. Oh, so delicious. But I don't know. It's a tie. That was a, that was a really enjoyable meal. Did some nice marinated chicken thighs as well. Um, but yesterday, mm. like this is like, this is going to sound mad. We went to lunch with some friends and it was, you know, very lovely um, right at the top of the Shangri-La Hotel in Sydney. And we Midweek little, fanciness. I am fancy. I feel like if you don't know that already about me, I'm really actually very not fancy. Um, yeah, I don't know why I don't do that every Wednesday. But anyway, a very nice glass of champagne. But one of – so we had this lovely, um, like, chicken and really just, like, lovely chips. But the thing that came out that was just spectacular was this – um, like a like a char grilled, thick sliced bread mm. with honey truffle Ooh. butter. Oh yum! Yeah. Holy yeah, moly! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I heard what the guy said, but I looked at it and it had sort of like black through it, and so I was like, oh, truffle butter, yum. And, the and then I had it, and I had honey. Oh. They had um, honey truffle butter so at that good. week when you couldn't stay for dinner. Yes. That weekend away, they had that honey truffle butter with the bread yeah. um, for entree at the dinner yeah. that night. And yeah. it was like, oh, this is so, so good. Yes. It was, um, and like usually I like sort of butter to be, like my butter to be quite salty. salty. Mm. But it, it wasn't. It was sweet and truffly. Mm. And mm, it Yum. was so... And how good shaggled like bread on yes. the barbecue, right? Like I always yes, love yes. Um, this painting bread with a bit of olive oil yes, and doing it on the, yeah. on the barbecue. You get those charred lines yeah. across it. So I know. Good. And there's a, like a, there's a, like a really particular smell, isn't yes. there? Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, actually, because we did, so back to Monday when we had the lamb, I just had like some little like mini, just white from Woolies mm-hmm. wraps yep. and just, you know, cranked up the fry pan, bit of olive oil and then fried them and they still oh, puff nice. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then you just tear them apart and like my friends Yum. were like, is this just like wraps and you just like fried it? 
Yeah. yeah. We do that, I do that with most of the time. If I'm doing burritos or tacos mm. or something like that. We, yeah, if I've got it gives time, it more texture. Definitely. Yes. Um, and, and I made the um, – something that was also really good. I think it was last week, though. I made um, in recipe genetics the naan bread oh, butter chicken. Yes. And it does that sort of big puff-up <gasps> thing and you get the charred oh, spots and yum. it was – they were really good as well. I yes, will be making them. Yes, yes. I, like, I have to buy that book. It's very good. Yeah. You had a birthday. Did no one buy you that book? No one bought me that book. <sighs> I know. I bought you like tasty things. Yeah, you did. I I know you still didn't have the book. No, 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 no. I think it's fine because it's in Kmart and I should just buy it. (laughs) That's Um, true. Yeah. But like, you know, that's until we write our own book, right? That's right. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So one of the the recurring comments that we've um, had while we've been talking about our um, menu, um, not menu, a meal planning challenge has been, you guys should write a recipe book. So, um. I we think we have a little tiny one there. Yeah, we somewhere. we do. We've put together that we've we've collated some of the recipes that we have um, used when our catering. And I actually think if if anyone's listening that doesn't have it, if you go to our website, so megansusan.co forward slash recipe book. I think so. Yep. I think you can put your email address Just in and download it get still. it. But I reckon what we might do is give the people what they want and bring oh. in some of our meal planning stuff into mm. that. Um, that said, the meal planning kicks off tonight. So, you know, this should go out first thing Thursday. Yeah. It should be out first thing Thursday morning, the 22nd. So if you haven't, um, it's not too late. To it's join. not too late. <laughs> um, so if you head to our, again, if you head to our website, there's, um, scroll down and you see like, make put space. the link in the show notes. Could put yes, actually we'll do that. Don't worry about it. Or if you just go to our website and scroll down to Meg's face, um, My face. you'll see it. I feel like it's it just is. under your face. Yeah, sure. I haven't looked. Anyway, <sighs> anyway, that's not anyway, really what we're that's talking, not about what we're talking today. about today. So today um, we want to sort of respond to a question that um, is not new to us, but Susan specifically had yes. this week. Yes. So the question that I had um, was. Oh, no, I've lost it. Can you lose weight and not engage in diet culture? Mm. Or actually, sorry, not succumb to diet culture. So I think that's even a little bit different. Right. So it's we were talking about this before and we think the essence of the question is it's unintentional weight loss. Or weight loss happens yeah. but it wasn't the the goal of whatever changes you were making perhaps yeah. or it wasn't on I your radar. Is that, is that your think, vibe from the conversation? Um I think the question. Um, so the person I, I, the person I know who who gave me the question, would like to lose weight, but also right. they okay. don't want to be that person mm-hmm. who's like colluding with diet culture. Yeah, okay. So I think it's a bit of a walking that like, could this happen? Mm. And I not be like, you know, that clash between values and yeah. you know intellect yeah. and, um, which is so true yeah. because. We often, well, actually, we, we always, we don't know what will happen to someone's well, that's exactly body. And that's right. the thing. So when I have this conversation with, usually early on in um, the piece with clients who they might come because they would like to lose weight, even though we're very clear in our intake and in our conversations mm. that we don't do intentional weight loss. Of course, they're holding on to that. Like that's, you've grown up in this oh, culture, you swim in this culture. 100%. The desire, if you're in a larger body in particular, the desire to lose weight is not going anywhere just because no. some dietitian goes, we don't do, we don't weight, do loss. weight loss. Um, so the conversation is often, 
I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. That's right. With your body. Yeah. Um, that's partly why we don't centre it, why we don't make yes. it a goal, why we don't sort of make it the what we're measuring, whether we're succeeding or failing in lots of inverted commas, you can't see me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <All> there. <laughs> there they are, I promise. Um, because we don't know. We're not – if – for whatever reason, with some some changes or changing, even if it's changes in stress levels or changes in sleep yeah. or whatever, impacts yeah. things and weight changes. Okay, we're not anti that, um, but it's not how we're measuring success or not. And if someone makes those same changes, is feeling heats better and their weight doesn't change or even goes up, yeah. um, that's no less of a success in health behavior change and in improving their sort of relationship yeah. with food and with their body yeah. and with self care. We're not measuring it on. Weight. Yeah, and, and I think change. I think there's like it's probably that an uh, indicator too that slippery sort of fuzzy messaging around non dieting. Mm. You know, the ditch the diet, drop the weight. Yeah, oh yeah, which is such a oh even just sheet. this week I've unfollowed a dietetic practice that I don't know why I was following, and they were introducing this. You know, this week's dietitian, what's your number one weight loss tip? And I was like, how am I following you people? Yeah, um, and it was eat mindfully. Oh, <laughs> like, no. oh goodness, no the mindful eating diet <laughs> yeah so wow. again a lot of the non-diety mindful eating intuitive eating stuff which may well improve your relationship with food improve your dietary quality yeah. improve like honoring and responding yep. to hunger and fullness cues all this sort of stuff it's not a guarantee of weight loss no. um but and I think it, a lot of people in the larger, particularly in larger boys, feel like, well, obviously. Yes. Because the I've done the maths in my head. Yeah. It should work, yeah. right? I'm not having less and I'm, yeah. And the question we get when we go to uni, we haven't had it this year, but the last couple of years of, well, if everyone was following the dietary guidelines and the exercise guidelines, wouldn't they all have a BMI between 20 and 25? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. So... I think if we're thinking about this this question, is it possible to lose weight and not mm. succumb to diet culture? There's probably a few ways of like thinking about it. So you may have a whole lot of um, you know changes that you've engaged in that are life enhancing and not from a you know from a place of you know intentional weight loss as being your goal. And weight loss might happen, mm. um, and so. That's, I guess that's one possibility. You could do all of those things and weight loss might not happen. Um, but if but it you, did, then I think you yeah. are good. there are going to be challenges that come along with that because of the culture. You're probably going to be on the receiving end yeah. of diet culture, whether you are buying into it or not. Like the assumptions that people might make mm. or the comments that people might make around, you know, what it is that you are, you you have willpower. Yes. Or, you're so good yeah or, and even like you know supposed com- compliments what people might you know make about oh you look so much better mm. or healthier or which can be really really hard to receive mm. you know like in a like a neutral way yeah um and definitely the comments on the food so if you you know actually realizing oh, yeah. that now that you're when you go out you can choose what you feel like choosing and mm. now that you've sort of reduced the pedestalness of yep. sort of bad so called bad junk, yeah, whatever yeah, you've yeah. been calling them and you go oh you know what actually i'd much rather a steak and some veggies and yep much than fried than the fisherman's basket yeah whatever yeah, yeah. whatever example or you get part way through something and you're like actually i'm quite full i'm quite full i no longer like yeah. the taste in my yeah. i no longer yeah. enjoying this and yeah. you stop 
you will most likely get comments from people who assume that's a diet choice. Yes. They assume that that's a restriction choice. Yeah. When it's an intuitive, natural self-care place where you've landed because you're attending to your body's sensations in a really healthy and positive way and so i think succumbing (laughs) would happen like the tentacles all sort of start creeping yes yes um because of the assumptions are well the only reason to force yourself to eat a salad is because you're trying to lose weight Mm. as opposed to as we know it could be the most delicious thing on the menu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was when we just when we were coming downstairs to start recording this. Um, yes, we there was a leftover salad in my fridge, and it was a it was delicious. I had like roasted peanuts in it and like yeah. crispy noodles and ah, oh, it was so delicious. Sesame oil has got like anything uh, with sesame no, oil makes it me was happy. So it's not like, like that Chang's noodle salad with no, the it was like a more of a Vietnamese oh, sort cool. of one. So it had like the fried shallots and yeah. like the sauce. The dressing was um, fish sauce, sugar. Something else. No, that's yeah, yeah, Vietnamese again. Yeah, yeah, it's Vietnamese. I was Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish is so, Vietnamese. Maybe I missed. No, Vietnamese. <laughs> no, who, who knows? knows? <laughs> Some other tasty and delicious non um, boring mashed potato culture food. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was so so nice, and it was like really satisfying because mm. it was like all the textures. Yeah. All the, but yeah, like if salad is relegated to diet food, yes. you're never going to choose that. No. Because, like, you know, it's the thing you have to trudge through to get to the good stuff. And if you're out, you're going to just have the good stuff. Exactly. Um, but if everything's the good stuff. Yeah. If everything is on yes, footing. Yeah. And you're, um, like, you're able to make a choice from what it is you feel like in that moment. And perhaps paying attention to what else is coming up for you. So I know, you know, when, yeah. there's, when I know that we're, you know, I'm going pizza for dinner. Well, I'm not going to want to feel like pizza if I've had pizza for lunch. Yeah, that's <laughs> or right. Or if I've had, you know, so yes. it's not about, it's not always about right now in this moment, yeah. but it's that really nice, yeah. calm attention to the situation yeah. um, and then making the choice that's actually going to yeah. be sort of best overall. And let's also, like, give a nod to the other things that might cause someone to lose weight that is often missed. Oh, totally. Holy moly. Um, you know, like... We so validate weight loss for like you know we can be very incurious about oh, the reasons. Assume it's assume it's good. People yes. Look through like grief, divorce, yeah. depression, serious illness, all sorts of stuff. Yes. So um, and again, can be on the receiving end of the diet culture type. Mm-hmm so-called compliments keep doing um, what you're doing yeah like being completely yeah. caught and frazzled all the time yeah, I, don't yeah, yeah. Hmm, I don't think so that's right exactly so um so i suppose the answer broadly is yes <laughs> it's not straightforward you can lose weight and and not succumb to diet culture um i don't know if you can pursue weight loss as the end point i or think as and, the goal yeah. or as the door to access what you're trying to access yeah. and i think yeah. our culture holds up the way that the way to access what you need in life, which might be good relationships, body confidence, yep. health, yep. good war, promotion, whatever, yes. um, the door is weight loss. Yeah, um, it's not the door. And if you, if you're thinking it's the door, then I, the door is diet culture. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I exactly. Don't think you can. And I think coming back to what you had said about the the tip that you just were like, right, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm not following these people anymore. Um, that mindfulness 
it's about present moment mm. awareness. And I cannot remember who said this, but like weight loss is a future goal. It mm. is not present moment awareness. So like the idea of using a mindfulness practice to achieve something in the future is like a bit out of kilter yeah, as well. I that. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So like that's just taking mindfulness and like wrecking it really because, you know, like if you're in, if you're doing something from a, like a a place of like mindfulness, like the the benefit is right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And there is something about like weight loss being an outcome of that that is going to actually keep you from being truly mindful mm. because you know like this is am I doing it right? Yeah. Like, heaps um, of that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So um, that is a real red flag for um is diet culture present? Is the intention of whatever this is weight loss? So yeah, I and think... I think a good question for that, and this is a question I often ask my clients to ponder, um, is, and I've probably mentioned it on the podcast before because sometimes I feel like a broken record. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everyone has listened right from that the beginning. That is true. It's that fine. is true. But the question is, you know, if I could be hundred percent sure that from now for the next twenty years, no matter what I do, my body stays the same. Right. What do I do? Yeah. Um, do I? eat this delicious salad Mm -hmm. um, because it's delicious or do I not? Um, And if I don't, okay, well, what's going on with that? Yeah. Um, And that's, again, an opportunity to sort of reflect on what is the root of this behavior? What is the root of this choice? Is it actually bound up in weight loss or is it bound up in self-care and health behavior? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think we obviously need to put out there that there could potentially be, as much as we hope to get people to the point where there's freedom in that. Yeah. Um, in our culture that says somebody's right and somebody's wrong, mm-hmm. there often is going to be like some grief and some real working out that needs to be had. Yeah. Um, it's not a straight line. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. And that's okay. And again, so that brings up the mindfulness of that's okay. Like we don't have to have this fixed end point yes. <laughs> um, yes. where everything's going to be okay. And you and I know plenty of people through our work who have sort of achieved here go my vertical commas again yeah, yeah. this body that they thought was going to give them access to all the things mm. and actually they're feeling worse they're all more disconnected the they've got none of the things yeah. they, that they were promised yeah um and so i think we sit in a very privileged position of being able to see firsthand all the time that the narrative our culture has of the door to getting all the things you want yeah. is to get this perfect body it's just a lie. Like, yeah. It's just not how it works. Yeah. At all. And that everything will, f- like, not only will all of the external things come to you, all of the internal stuff will sort itself out <laughs> yeah. as well. You'll have self confidence and da 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 da. And that's probably where, like, um, the work and the, like, stuff that Taryn Brumford has done has been like really has really resonated with people like she got to the point mm. where she could stand up in front of a crowd in, in a, a bikini, bikini and go actually everyone everyone still feels like crap about themselves mm. they're still talking super crap about themselves super, yeah. um so yeah it's a really um i mean and, and like the reality of it is we you know we do treat people in small bodies better yes we and, and we assume really positive uh-huh. things about people it's like we assume tall men have you know um they they have greater authority and like mm. there's research showing like tall men get paid more for goodness sake which is great my husband's six foot five i'm buying into that <laughs> but but we know like height doesn't make anyone no. better at their job no. and that, like exact like thinness isn't mm-hmm. going to make anyone better at their job no. Um, 
And fatness is not going to make anyone worse at their job. You can't walk in and not have your accounting degree because yeah. your body is a different size. Yeah. It's madness when you think about it. But, um, yeah, so... Ah! <laughs> Diet culture. <laughs> so it will um, be hard. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it comes down to intention, a lot yes. of it. Um, and being really aware of yeah. assumptions that are going to be made and just, I guess, being ready I think to... Also, enormous amounts of self-compassion if you mm. find yourself drawn back into diet oh, culture yeah of course like it's really powerful um and you know if that means that you want to pursue weight loss you're not a bad person no. <laughs> like you're not you know it's, it's not hypocritical it's not unethical it's not a lack mm. of integrity it's not any of those things it's a reflection of how um much our culture values mm. um thinness or the performance of yeah. trying to yeah. be yeah. thinner like we reward that so and I, but i think there can be a lot of um with in my experience with clients who once they get to that point of oh i don't want to collude in this mm-hmm. um even if there are still those pressures they're like hang on a minute even if not for me if i yes, can yes. i sort of white knuckle this and tolerate this and continue to push back against it all of the processing all of the work for this beautiful big child that i know or for this little person that i know or that person of just going i don't want this to be the message because i think that's the real difficulty and when people get really just judgmental of themselves and they shouldn't but they do um of that clash between Mm -hmm. what they believe value know and want for the world versus what they feel like they might have to engage in yeah it's tricky it really is and so i think that's you know hopefully like with with the conversations we have um with the colleagues that we have that work in this space Mm. with all of the non the other non-diet podcasts and you know things like you know maintenance phase or you know our friend louise adams um, all fired up up. like the the growing voice that counters Mm. the the dominant narrative but also gives evidence to why this is a bad idea um why this doesn't work um it's really important i think to have a lot of that dissenting voice coming into your ears yeah and you often need to go look for it in a range of different places and even a bit like what we talked about last week with the bad advice on a little um toddler yes yes yes. um, from a high childhood nurse of if you don't have any counter voices, yeah. you might take that and run with it and, and do um, stuff. Yeah. Whereas if you're actually well embedded in hearing from a range of different people, mm-hmm. listening to psychologists, dietitians, doctors, yep. you know, who are actually helping you stand in that, yeah, the tsunami against the, it's the toothpick against the tsunami yeah, again, right? Exactly right. <laughs> Yeah, like trying to get your toothpicks in line. Yes, um, against and lots that and lots way, of them. lots and lots of them. Yeah, um, to help you stand firm when those thoughts come up, when those impulses come yes. up, when the pressures, when something come up. triggers you, like you know, change of season, put your old clothes back on, and you know, pretty sure they don't mm. feel like they did, or yeah. you know, maybe they do. Who knows? But those sorts of situations can be such a, you know, they can be so disruptive, can't they? So yeah, so we have. Um, I guess all the compassion and empathy Mm. for the person who asked this question and I totally acknowledge that, you know, trying to sort of weather the storm of diet culture, it's actually really, really hard. 
and it is like it's an ongoing practice of skills I think mm. um and you just get stronger and stronger over time yeah and I think that again kind of end optimistically as yes. we do um most people we work, with do, we work with do find that relief of I don't have to be at war with my body anymore yeah I don't have to be disappointed in it yeah. I don't have to be unhappy with it yes I can actually look after it place of self-care engage in things free of expectation or mm. pressure for it to change yeah um and we you know again there's plenty of evidence that it helps people stay engaged in health promoting behaviors physical activity things like that when it is disconnected from yes. an expectation of body change yeah i think that's that's the thing the flip side of that is the pursuit of weight loss does seem to be like the killer of all things related yeah. to, <laughs> to help maintain the yeah <laughs> People's dietary quality is poorer, like their yeah. engagement in physical activity is like inconsistent at best, stop, start, um, you know, but, and also stress levels yeah. are much, much higher. Um, so yes, if we can, you know, just keep doing that work as like, what am I, you know, what, what can I do here that's actually taking care of me? Mm. Um, you know, what things bring me joy? What things, you know, connectedness that's, or, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. What things um, can I engage in that feel really good? Um, just know that you're doing like really good things for yourself, but also the people around you. Yeah. So. Absolutely. On that. Lovely. Well, your um, solar panel guys are getting noisy again, so we should finish up. <laughs> Who knew that installation of solar panels on your roof would be noisy and involve turning, turning off the power? power. Mm. <laughs> We've Just... had to change our plans a few times today, but that's yeah. okay that we're rolling with it, hiding yep. in the downstairs bedroom where yes. it's been mostly quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll sign off now before, um, yes, yeah, the noise picks up again. We will. See you later. Bye.